Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, peeps? <laughs> so in this episode, we have Derek, a.k.a. Hometown. Um, and we talk about <laughs> what he learned from hosting his first event, um, as well as how he draws inspiration and knowledge by attending other events in the area. Yes, and we also talk about some cool upcoming events that are going to happen during the summer, as well as how creatives can support one another. So let's dive into this intro and let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Roberto Guido. And my name is Marissa Lewis. And together we are the Dos Cocos Locos. And welcome to our podcast. So our goal with this podcast is to drop as much coconut fire, which is our way of saying life slash business knowledge bombs, for creatives that don't necessarily know much about life or business. Through conversations with one another, as well as with other fellow creatives and dope people. Our story has a lot of twists and turns, but basically we started by selling coconuts at the beach, and now we have our own photography and videography business. And it's through the these conversations that we were able to really learn how to navigate this thing called life. Enjoy. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? <laughs> What's up so welcome to another episode of the Dos Cocos Locos podcast. Yes. And today we have Derek, aka I am hometown. Yes. How's it going, man? It's good, man. Cool. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. We appreciate Thanks for you. Having me, bro. Dude, honestly, we're, we're excited. excited. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so like what I, what I said, we kind of start every podcast the same way, and then we kind of just see where it goes more like conversation based but um in one sentence oh, what is he's like oh, yeah. <laughs> in one sentence it could be as long or as short as you want what is it that you do all right in one sentence um what i do is i curate events and i also do i'm also a recording artist as well but i kind of manage like a whole collective of creatives at the same time called blue zone so gotcha. yeah that's cool, man. How did you get into? Because like we're trying to start getting into curating events, not mm -hmm. like to your level, but <laughs> your, your level is like far surpasses <laughs> what we I think we're capable of right now. But how did you get into curating events? Um, it started with music first. I mean, naturally, you want to put out a body of work, and then you want to perform that body of work. So we end up throwing like release parties. Okay. So kind of like throwing a release party. I go straight to Google. I was like, how to throw a release party. Yeah. Was, ah, every template I've seen on Google, I was like, <laughs> I'm checking this out. But you start throwing a release party and then it kind of has the same concept as like any other event. You know, you have to have a location. Mm -hmm. You have to have some type of like hosting or some type of, you know, entry, mm -hmm. performance, booking and all of that. So it's kind of all ties into it. And doing that with multiple artists on a team, you kind of like, okay, you know, you start seeing, you go to other events, you get inspired by, you yeah. know, what you see out there in the world. And then you, that's when the ideas start flowing. And you're like, okay, I want to do something like this. Gotcha. So, that's, that's really dope, cool. man. What's an event that, it doesn't even have to be like local, but what's an event that you're like, wow, I hope that one of my events, or do you want your events to grow into something like massive? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I do. I want it to grow into something massive. You know what I'm saying? I want it to grow or at least have a massive impact. If that makes sense. So, yeah. um, like, I kind of, with my monthly event, Beast and Chill, is a basically just a platform to showcase the producer. Mm. But we have, like, live performances with rappers or singers. Um, we have, sometimes we'll introduce a, a lot of artists to paint on stage or DJs or whatever. Mm. But I kind of wanted this to be something that makes Tampa a place to go. Right. You know, there's so much going on in Tampa, whether it's, you know, new things being built or old things just being renovated and something fresh. Yeah. But I wanted to also create other things in the art music scene that, you know, when I bring my cousins down here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They could have yes. a good time. So it's just like I want that to be 
you know, like a staple in the community. But I would love it to branch out to, you know, have an impact somewhere else as well. Gotcha. Where? Honestly, I will leave that. I'm gonna leave it up to the to the to, to the, the higher ups yeah. to see like where. But I would, I, I want to say that uh, maybe I was introduced an opportunity to say, hey man, you want to do a beast and chill in L.A. Because I went to L.A. Oh. back in January. Yeah, I, I was. I went to okay. L.A. for the first That's time. Dope. I went to L.A. for the first time in January. First time on a flight. Pretty wait, cool. first time on a plane ever? Yeah. Wait, wait. And you went all the way across the country? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you have to, like, Atlanta? That's, that's <laughs> how you do it. You're like, yeah, okay. so, so, but we went out there for this convention called NAMP. And um, it's like a music expo convention. Anybody that, like, with the mic, the company that created this microphone is going to be out there. Wow. So it's, I encourage everyone to go. It's free. What's it called? It's called NAMM. And, or NAMM or NAMM. Okay. It's N-A-M-M. Okay. okay. But they have it every year in January in, in L.A. It's an amazing cool. thing to go to. Meet so many people. So like you just start talking to some people that are like, hey, like you want to do well, a season show here? Or? Um, the good thing is a lot of times with people in Tampa, they either just move here right. and then or they, they want to leave and live somewhere else. Gotcha. So it was a guy that I actually featured on my event months ago, like last year. And um, he moved out to L.A. He okay. actually moved. He just moved out right before I came back to Tampa mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, bro, you want to, you ever thought about doing Beast and Chill out in LA? I'm going to be living here. You know, I could possibly, yeah. wow. you know, get a residency and we can work something out. And I was like, man, that opened up, that opened my, like, my mind to saying, man, if I had a monthly event, not only just in Tampa, like with Beast and Chill, but in LA and then possibly Atlanta, Dude, and then possibly like New York, them, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could, it could create an opportunity to where now I get to provide more opportunities for not just other producers, but those who I know from here. I can I can make a call and be like, hey, network. Yes. I want to get you out and do your first show in LA or do your first wow. show in New York yeah. and stuff like that. So that was something that just like had so the wheels yeah, turning, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. that would be kind of like the impact I would love for Beast of Chill to have. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so when are you gonna have your show in? in uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we working on it. We have we don't have like two conversations, but yeah. I'm not rushing it. Just waiting for the right time. I know LA is a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. getting that access to a venue like I have here is. Probably not as easy in LA, mm-hmm. but you know, we definitely talks of it. So gotcha. you know, when it happens, it happens. Love that it. is so cool. That's wild. That's awesome. So so wow. tell us a little bit more about like your first event that you that you threw because we learned a lot from our first event and we want to see if it kind of like correlates to like your first event. Well. Um the first event I threw as far as Beast and Chill, like my first time throwing that was nerve wracking because I didn't know like everything sounds good in your head and we until you have to explain it to somebody. Yeah. So you know, I want everybody to like come out and yeah. just like yeah. watch people look at people play beats. And yeah. it's like, what? You're like, oh, let me let me let me go back. You yeah. know, I'm at work doing overtime, writing a notepad. But um, but yeah, I just I was like, okay, well, I did I did a release party at the Bricks before, and we had a lot of people come out, and that was just you know, it's I guess doing a release party was a bit different because it's like everybody already wants to hear the music, mm-hmm. so it's easy to get the word out. And it's kind of the concept is pretty easy. He's going to, you know, he's going to perform a few yeah. cuts from the project. We're going to play the music, and we're just going to all invite all the people who are on the project, all your friends, right. family, yeah. you know, whatever, right? But with this idea, it was more so, okay, I'm just going to go and get some of my favorite producers. I'm going to just tell them, hey, I want to, I want you to just kind of play some of what you make at home. Mm-hmm. Play like up to like maybe thirty minutes, just whatever, like kind of DJ on. Say it was kind of weird explaining because I'm not a producer. Right. So because I'm not a producer, I don't know the like the, the exact yeah the yeah. terminology and the yeah. lingo that yeah. 
they would feel comfortable with. And also, I was nervous too, because I'm like, because I'm not a producer, are people gonna like respect the fact that I'm doing this event, mm. right? So I was just really nervous, but every producer was like, it's amazing, I never did that before, I'm down. Yeah. So yeah. that gave me a bit more confidence, but um, bringing the idea to the venue, uh, they were the ones that was like, hey, we like what you did with the release part. If you ever want to do something weekly or monthly, yeah, let me know. That's cool. okay. Cool. So that was kind of like, I, I didn't really stress too much about finding well, the a venue. Were basically right. There. Yeah. So yeah. it was just like, okay, I just, all right, I have this available. That was like the end of 2015. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do my first show until August of 2016. So I was like, I don't know what wow. I want to do. Yeah. Like, I didn't even have the idea yet. Maybe it didn't hit till like maybe March. Okay. And, um, I would just write it out on paper. Like if it makes sense on paper to me, like, okay, this yeah. is person, this is the person from this time to this time, this is how long their set is, this is how many people I'm expecting based on the size of the venue. And I'm just wow. gonna promote on, I'm create a Facebook event, <laughs> yeah. create the social so, media uh, accounts, and then see what happens. That's basically what I would do with a release party. Right. So um, I did the first event and I guess based on the relationships I have with just certain people, they just wanted to support. And then when it, when they, actually came out and just you could see the people having a good time and it was a fresh idea something they never really done before it was like oh this is this is cool like it just kind of yeah. made you it just made me feel yeah. like amazing like i figured yeah. it out yeah like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um but yeah that, that was pretty cool. much like my first event like how it went and it was like oh this is this is okay but it's nowhere near now how it is now is nowhere near how it was when i first started mm. Just because I learned like just the ins and out of like doing it, like running a show, mm -hmm. you know, or, or making sure the audience is, is entertained and not, yeah. you know, keeping the same thing. Because monthly events and one-off events, pop-ups, they can all be treated, they have to be treated differently. They have right. to serve different purposes. That's yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's wild. That's so, true. so like in your, in your opinion, what is the key factor to hosting or just throwing like a great event the key factor or factors whichever um that you think knowing just knowing your audience studying mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i i i was one of those people that i would i wore like every hat right because i was like i'm the person that's booking the talent i have to book the talent to kind of you know that's going to fit the vibe that i want mm -hmm. then i have to know my venue like the venue is important you come to my event right my event is at the bricks. You're not if they if they serve bad drinks, they're gonna think beasts and chill serve bad drinks. That's just mm. it just connects that probably, way. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, all you know? the same thing. All right. The same place. Right. Yeah. So my, my staff, my DJ, my host, uh, my my door person, they don't look at that person no different than the bartender and the person who runs the bar. Mm. Right. You know, or the security. Like they look at all of us as one staff. So if all of us are together, like creating a moment. And that's pretty much what I want. That's what I, that, that was the the vision from the get go. Like, Beast and Chill, I wanted to do, just be, every time you come out, I had a good time. Like, I had the best drinks ever and I danced like I never thought I would dance before. Yeah. Right. And my friend captured all on video. I want those moments to be at my event. Gotcha. And, if, and I know that I have to create, I have to put things in place to allow that to happen. And that just comes with going out to other events. And that's where, you know, people say, oh, support this, that, and third. Take the time to actually not just go to just go, but 
take the time to learn and see how other people are doing their thing. Cause yeah. right. at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You're going out, I'm paying $10 to come to your event, but I can get inspired by how you set up your stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how you set up maybe an installation or something yeah. like that. Or just like talking to someone new. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so that has helped us out a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. These events, Absolutely. Talking to new people say, Hey, this is dope. Let's grab some coffee after like for it, sure. At, yeah. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Hey, That's cool. So what other, I know that you've thrown a couple other events besides Beats and Show. Uh, I've done more, more, most of the other events I've done have been more like music, like direct performance, like album release party type stuff. But okay. I've done things with Beats and Chill, like collaborative events. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, DJs and producers and almost every event has that. So yeah. um, whether it's been something more with an art event or something more with like some type of pop up, I've collaborated with and done those events and those are interesting too because those are like testers to kind of you know fill out this new experience that you're trying to bring so gotcha. i've done that but um other than beats and chill per se it's been the festival that's kind of like mm. what i've been working on and that's mm. that festival is kind of like under beats and chill if that makes sense okay yeah, yeah. under that umbrella that makes sense right Okay. So, and when is the festival? What is the festival? Let's talk about oh, it. Oh, yes. All right. So the festival is called Tampa Beat Weekend. Um, and I know that 2019 is festival crazy. Like, everything's a festival. There's a festival for cupcakes, festival it's for, festival for everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's festivals for everything, which is cool. I just know that sometimes when it gets to be too much of a, a particular thing, some people don't really take it that serious or take it for what it's True. like, what you intended it to be. So. Yeah. Um, with Tampa Beat Weekend, I really wanted to create a, once again, like a staple for the Tampa community specifically, which is why That's I named cool. it that. I could have called it Beat Beats and Chill Fest or something, but yeah, right. I wanted it to be something that is very, very synonymous with Tampa culture and really to bring about a three-day event, basically, that embodies everything with Beats and Chill. Producer, DJ, hip-hop, R&B culture. So uh, the first day is uh, it's like a Friday night party. It's like a more festive performances, DJ sets. We have installations, art, gaming, you name it, right? Food, drinks, whatever. So that's usually the first night for all the music lovers. Everyone come out, have a good time. Mm -hmm. The second day is more competition based. With producers, they usually have what they call a beat battle. Beat battle. Right. So they compete. So that's more like competition day. Yeah. Um, where we have producers compete for like a big cash prize and other prizes. And then um, our third day is more of the social and networking day where we get to more about the business, workshops on like just more skill base and also kind of, you know, do more of like a networking questionnaire type of thing. We have panels, we have uh, workshops with, you know, engineers and DJs come in and kind of just, you know, give gems about, more tricks of the trade basically so all that to embody like for the producer community because we have a lot of talented producers in the bay area mm-hmm. and um i wanted to just create the biggest spotlight for it yeah like a big platform yeah and i want That's that to cool. be for people that come that that move down here you know like people move to new york to do film or to do yeah. whatever right mm-hmm. so they'll they will enroll into school there and find a job there i want that to be that for tampa I want to let you know. I want to be a producer, so you know I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Tampa and go to HCC and 
pick up on producing because they have this there, they have that there. It's easy to collab and network and you mm-hmm. can come up and I want that's that's kinda like the the goal was for Tampa Beat Weekend. Dang man. That's cool. So that's yeah, year three. This yeah, is year three. three. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Oh I'm excited. And when what are the dates? Um for this year is June seventh through the ninth. Okay. Yeah. And it's at multiple venues. So like Friday night's gonna be at Lot Nineteen on one in Ebor. We kinda try to keep it centered in the Ebor district. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a lot nineteen on one Friday. Uh Saturday it's gonna be at two different locations. The beat battle is at in the later in the evening at Crowbar, but we have a day party uh with native instruments, which is like a very popular like producer platform for like um beat machines and whatnot. We're doing a day party with them at uh in the Hyde Park at social status. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So just doing like a kickback nice. day party yeah. before the beat battle and then um Sunday, everything's going to be at the Bricks, which is my resident location for a recent chill. Nice. So, all right. So, listeners and viewers, you guys know what to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just go to TempeBeatWeekend.com. All the information is on there. Wow. So, are you born and raised in Tampa? Absolutely. Wow. (laughs) You don't hear that anymore. Ever. I never hear anyone from Tampa, like actually from Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of went with the name hometown. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Like, okay. It really is your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've seen it like, like we like talking to people like about this because like we just came to like Marissa's from the Tampa area, but we both yeah. met in Fort Myers, mm-hmm. and then we just moved back here once we're doing this full time back in July. Mm-hmm. So like we're still relatively new to the Tampa scene. Right. But like we've seen it grow like a crazy amount in the past couple of months that we've just been here. Like right. less than the, less than a year. Less than a year. year. Mm-hmm. So like, I can only imagine like, like what have you seen the um, changes as far as Tampa goes? I mean, just from being at, going to school here, like in high school. Where'd you go to high school? I went to high I went to Tampa Bay Tech. Okay. And everyone that lives here, whether you're from here or not, knows someone who went to Tampa Bay Tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, just more schools out here. It's more. It's like more high schools have been built. They're still building more high schools. Um, seeing a change in Bush Gardens. Like I used to work at Bush right? Gardens. That's crazy. <laughs> I used to work there, and it's like you got in for free and stuff. Yeah, I, w- I recently. Went, I recently <laughs> went to. Bush- I, <laughs> I recently. I recently went to Bush Gardens, and I was like, I don't remember this. Like, what is this? I, sure Bush Gardens. I went to high. I went to middle school and high school here, and we moved from New Jersey. Bush Gardens used to be way cheaper. Yeah. Than it is right now. Yeah. I, like I came back and I was like, "What is going on? Like, yeah. why is it above on?" <laughs> right. That's why they. It was gardens. And that's why they like they'll get you with the whole pay for one day, come back the whole year. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, paying a whole year price, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just seeing the change in like the theme parks, right? And then also, um, you know, getting older and getting out to party in the clubs and stuff like that. And like, it was a very heavy like nightlife, like club scene mm. at first. And that's kind of died down, like, for whatever reason, the club scene kind of died down a lot. And then it became just more like, more into more bars mm-hmm. and then the hookahs. And yeah, and then yeah. um, then the venue started doing like more art shows and stuff like that. The art wave came in. And mm-hmm. That's kind of like where we're at now. But now you have like Armature Works, which we have these huge platforms, but no one hasn't really taken advantage of how to like use those yet. Right? That's true. That's true. But, but it's it's nice though. I like where it's going. And like I said, the the coolest the cool thing is is having kinda like that intellectual property of like the ideas that people know, like Tampa Beat Weekend, Beast and Chill. Mm-hmm. As those grow and the city grows, 
people are gonna be like, well, we would love to have Beats of Chill Hill. We would love to have yeah. Tampa Beat Weekend that's at powerful. Armature Works. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's kind of like what I've noticed and just, you know, like I said, just studying the environment, which yeah. is always key with throwing the event. So. Yeah. Well, like that. So, how long is um? Wow, I had a whole question. <laughs> <laughs> happens all the time. Like I just, like, like, I just went in, and, went <laughs> in, and then I was like, <laughs> "It's gone." Dang. <laughs> happens all the time. I went in with such like. I know. Certainty. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's just take like, over that one. <laughs> Dang. Nope. No. Okay, just poop. <laughs> just poop. It'll come Dang. Back. Well, while she's waiting on that. Um, <laughs> Uh, as far as like having a no 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 no, I just, I just wanted to like make sure I worded it right. Like, so are you doing this all by yourself, or do you have like a solid team? And if so, what are the like the main components of like having a team that can do this type of stuff? Well, it's like yes and no, right? So basically, how I mentioned it first, like I start off, I I kind of like manage a collective of like mm-hmm. artists, producers, DJs and photographers mm-hmm. right that that collective is called blue zone which is like the first thing we started out with mm-hmm. just like a makeshift music label mm-hmm. um out of that huge umbrella beast and chill was started directly for me mm-hmm. right like that's my baby yeah, right yeah. but then other guys in the camp they started their own podcast homebros podcast then we have the comics and convo uh events and then um music events and and then we have like photographers who do their thing have like my guy tyree goes by sheba's narco on instagram but he's a photographer and he has an annual barbecue every year in july called freaky frank barbecue that's like his awesome ego he does like this weird deep voice on all of our like records (laughs) like a radio personality sounds like i like it yeah but um but we all kind of like work together so I started Beast and Chill by myself, but I have like a small team, like me and my DJ, DJ Raul the Fool, mm-hmm. and um, one of my producers, uh, 44, we directly work together with Beast and Chill, but like usually my guys will come, like Tyro will come and do photos gotcha. of my event or video or whatever. My boy George Goldberg, he'll come out and do some film, but it's not necessarily- Oh, I think we met George. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's part of like- he has like the big role in him. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so like the, these guys, like, they help out. But as far as beast and chill, it's mainly that small group, me and my DJ and forty four. But I kind of like pretty much run the whole. Yeah, you kind of play like through everyone. Organizer, like all right, this is. Yeah, so it's just a lot of hats. Distract. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I have to. I have to do better with communication. Like, bro, just tell me what you want me to do. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like yo, <laughs> you know, so but. But yeah, it's, that's pretty much how that runs. And with Tampa Beat Weekend, I actually have like a um, a co-founder, uh, which is my partner, uh, Kenna. He's another like person, kind of like mirrors the same thing I do. He's just 10 years younger than me. Yeah. He's, you know, an artist. He also organizes events. He does a lot of things with like management with other artists and stuff. And um, we came together back in 2016, 2017, and was like, I say, hey, I always want to do some festival. I want to do some festival for the summer, with be some chill. He kind of, kind of just threw a bunch of wacky ideas together, and yeah. we landed with a three day Tampa Beat weekend. So that's really cool. Yeah, Dude. I could definitely see that like blowing up. Like, I wanted to, <laughs> like Tampa itself is blowing up. So like, mm-hmm. just all the flood of people that's coming in here, like I could right. definitely see like your event like taking off. Yeah, I mean that's the vision. We like I said, it, it, it we wanted to grow into so much more. And um, right now we 
we wanted to figure out what was the the skeleton of it all and what we can't control and then grow from that you know so people are believing in it and people like it people ask about it throughout the year and it just makes us feel good and gives us that confidence to know that we're doing something right yeah. mm-hmm. you know and like i said the i i personally like the fact that my whole idea for doing it is to bring the biggest spotlight to the producer community it's not like man i this is gonna this is gonna make me a millionaire or this is gonna you know mm-hmm. i'm not even thinking about like how much i'm gonna make from like selling this and nothing. Mm-hmm. this is my whole my whole goal is to how big can i make the spotlight on the producer community in tampa right. that's it I love that. yeah so that's so cool yeah my whole team is like i said that blue zone team is i like six producers so that kind of like that kind of like help inspire the idea because mm. I see these guys make beats at the crib all the time. Yeah, and you're right. just like inspired by, by the, yeah, the grind. Like, like yeah. man, I wonder what it would be like if they did this on stage and other people saw this. Wow. Damn. Right. That's crazy. All right, guys, so we're going to take a quick pause <laughs> just because okay. we have to reset these cameras. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll keep on going. So enjoy these commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those of you who saw the podcast last week and have a fine attention to detail, I am wearing a very, very similar outfit, but it's summertime. And just to stay in theme with the podcast, we're going to have a look at that last dose, Coco's Locos pop-up. And again, we're going to be doing something really soon. So stay tuned. Man, this stuff is awesome. Keep it up. Summer. Enjoy it. So one thing, uh, one thing why we hate having to pause our cameras is literally almost every time, every time we have like an additional <laughs> podcast outside of the podcast, and we just had one with Derek right now. He just dropped like some. He just so blew, much knowledge. He just about blew podcasts. our minds about podcasts, and we're like, wow, we didn't even think about that. So Derek, aka I am hometown. If you don't mind, re-saying everything you just said. <laughs> nah, man. Um, podcasting, man. Like I said, working with podcasts. I work with Back Talk Podcast and these two girls, they they are amazing. Like you can't you can't buy chemistry with people. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to have that and they able to create your own platform like you guys have, mm-hmm. right? The more niche the better. So the more niche the better it is to navigate on who your following is. Because that's gonna help you grow this platform. The podcast can be it can be all the things in media is one. It can be a, a live talk show definitely with film, mm. right? Radio show, mm-hmm. everything. and have the advertisement and stuff like that. Yeah. The advertisement is just a small piece of like what you can do to monetize it, right? Yeah. But then now you're able to put it on like 
the streaming platforms, yeah. right? So you're able to actually monetize because it's on the streaming platforms. You can make merch, right? Like just the design of this stuff right here. Yes. Like people might want to, if you were to do a live show, getting like a bigger like light up palm tree or something like that <laughs> yes. to kind of fit the aesthetic. Yeah. Like people love that, Dang. right? Doing live shows. It's just so much you can do. And and I think like with the podcast podcast world and where it's going, it's like it's 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 so cool to find like an interesting podcast mm -hmm. because you can kind of see how they're growing and how they where and where their audience helps them go. Gotcha. You know, so yeah. So because like you, you said that they even have like podcast festivals and we didn't yeah. know. It's yeah, thing. that's yeah. exciting. I found out, go. Yeah, yeah, I found out last year because I listen. I listen to a few podcasts like a lot. Besides the ones I work with, and uh, which are what, what I listen to, I listen to Brilliant Idiots. That's my like guilty pleasure. Mm. <laughs> listen to Brilliant Idiots. I listen to Flagrant too. That's another guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, but I also listen to. Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. All right, I'm, I, I know those are the main two I, I listen back. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are the main two I listen to. But um, they uh, those are very more like popular podcasts, and they have mentioned about you know. Yo, we're going to, they'll, they'll go over their announcements. Like, hey, we're going to be doing a live show at New Podcast Festival. Just that there's like, oh, snap. And then I recently just went to the Joe Budden podcast. That's another mm -hmm. one I too. Mm -hmm. I went to the live show they had in Tampa just a couple of weeks ago and um, or earlier in May. And um, just seeing that, I've never been to a live podcast show and seeing how like watching them all the time on YouTube and then how they took the aesthetics from YouTube and place it on stage in a cool way. That's cool. Right? I would, I would never think do a podcast Live. in front of other people. Yeah, because like literally, because yeah. <laughs> literally it's just a table, microphones, you're talking, but like then you have, then then you saw what you said, like you can bring someone from the crowd to jump in on yeah, the podcast. Like Q &A, like yeah, they, yeah. Did, they did like a Q&A at the end. Like they had, like like I said, the, the things that build up naturally in the show, like with the Joe Budden podcast, like uh, of course Joe Budden is like, married or engaged and then like other co-hosts to do the rory is just engaged like he's been in a relationship mm -hmm. so the other guy maul is known to being single so for the live show they do like a funny thing because he doesn't like for them to try to hook him up with people okay so for the live show they did this thing called for the love of maul they funny. blindfold him and they pick like three random girls <laughs> then do like some love connection thing live on stage yeah. and it was like a moment because it comes directly from the show. It's not something wow. they just made up for the live yeah, show. Because you right. can't plan that. Right. Yeah. It was based on the chemistry and based on the connections and the, and the, the small little stories in between the, the people on the show. Mm -hmm. And they brought that to the live stage yeah. that we already know about. Yeah. So it's just it was just a great moment. And that's what and all comes from a podcast. Yeah. And that's sure. crazy too. It gets it gets the fans an experience that they'll never freaking forget. Because right. they're like, I, I was there. Right. Look at this, and like this happened. And I, I mean, and, wow. and with podcasts, like I notice, like when I'm listening to certain podcasts, I'm like in the, I feel like I'm in the room listening. Yeah. So when you actually put me in the room, it's like, You're like, oh shit, like, oh <laughs> right, you know what I'm yeah. So Dang. and then you listen to it later, then you're in the room while you were in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, exactly. bro. Well, thank you for that, cause like for real, that just. Yeah, you got the yeah, you got the brain yeah. inside me now. Like, I'm like, mm, I'm see, the turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dang, bro, wow, that's crazy. That's dude. cool. Dang. So, is there anything else that you would like to add as far as uh, what you would like to say to the audience or stuff like that? Because oh yeah, and then we have one more yeah, question. Yeah, we have one more question. Can I ask you? Yeah. Okay. Um, what I would like to say to the audience, I don't know, man. Uh, come to Tampa Beat Weekend. Yes. Come say hi. Come to Beast and Chill. 
uh, every month. Um, I recently posted on Twitter. I never had like more than a hundred retweets. Yeah. <laughs> but I recently posted something on Twitter like in all caps. I don't know why I did all caps, but sometimes, sometimes I, you just feel it. Yeah, I feel like all cap move. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I said, um, I just said I want this summer in Tampa to be like fun. Like people, we have everything that we need in Tampa. Yeah. Like we have everything, everything that we need. We have all the resources that we need, right? And on top of that, we live by a beach. Yep. Right. So I was like, we should. For the people who throw events, the people who have anything to do with anything in entertainment in the city of Tampa, right? Um, bust your ass and like make make this summer like dope. special. Make it make it dope. Like I want people to be like, yo, I'm going to Tampa this summer. Yeah. Like make it make it yeah. make it that because I'm doing everything that I can to do that to kick yeah. it off in June. Yeah. I want to see everybody because I want to go out. I want to I want to not just stay in the house. I've been staying in the house all year and only come out for my event i want to come out this summer and have a good time yeah. all the brunches mm -hmm. uh block parties backyard parties pool parties whatever art shows like pop-ups just really trying to like kill it this summer yeah you know what i'm saying Damn, that's that's one thing true. i want to say freaking hopping me up man i'm like okay. right? <laughs> right. 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 this is our first yes. summer so we're like we don't know what to expect so let's go <laughs> <laughs> but dang man that's cool that's oh we gotta get some stuff going yeah. oh yeah we got yeah. some stuff we, we have some stuff coming up in the works too so yeah man yeah we'll keep you posting on that but you want to oh, ask cool. the last question okay so our last question is <laughs> we have a first question and a last question so okay. our last question is what is something because we like to keep it real on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. What is something that you're currently struggling with? And what's something that someone right now can help you with? Okay. What I'm currently struggling with is discipline. Mm. Um, I really like video games. Oh. I really like... What kind it, of video games? Uh, it, it, it depends. It depends. I really love NBA 2K. Mm. But I really like... Like last night, I was supposed to go to bed early. <laughs> I was supposed to go to bed early, but me and my me and my homie got caught up <laughs> playing Call of Duty. It was like this <laughs> zombie mode. Like we was like in it. Yeah, I was like, yo, I, it's two thirty right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I really love video games, and um, I have to discipline myself. Like yeah. it's, it's hard to tell yourself as an adult, like no, like yeah. But now though, nowadays, like you can make a living off of video games. Like, have you heard of Ninja? Do you know who Ninja is? No. And Twitch. Bro. Like, I heard I heard of Twitch. I heard yeah, Twitch. Okay, so okay, Ninja he, he's like is, one of the, is Twitch, basically. Nah, I wouldn't say that. But oh, he, he, he's a pretty high player. This kid, I think he's like I don't know how old he no, is. No, he's like our age, I think. Nah, I don't know how old he is. He's, really he's young. He's pretty young. But he gets basically paid to play video games on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And he makes about Guess what? Guess how much he makes. A month. Guess how much he makes a month. Just like throwing like a spin number. I think he plays Apex now. Based on your eyebrows, yeah. I feel like you're gonna say a big number. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Yeah. Like guess how much. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with ten grand. Bro. No. All right. Here we go. That is pocket change to him. <laughs> pocket change. Okay. Guess how much he makes. Five hundred thousand dollars. A month. A month. Just to say it again to the listeners, $500,000 <laughs> a month. My God. Bro. Dude. Right? Like, what? That's just from his sponsorships. That Maybe you'll pay him 500, money. I would look like Jabba the Hutt playing video games. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they pay 500000 a month. 
Hundred thousand. Yeah. So that's that's just crazy. That's something that just video games and for real. Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. Forever and ever. Yeah, for real. So that's, that. that's crazy to us. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Right. That's Twitch. Inspiring. So, so like, so get if you, on Twitch. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to jump. On, I've been talking about it for like the longest time. Because I just for real. Too long. He's been talking <laughs> but, about this. Because like, that's just like another thing that I feel like would be kind of cool to just check out. You yeah. Because like, yeah. why not? Like, why not? You know? But like when you're playing the games, people can send, like people who are watching Yeah, right. they, they can donate send money you to money. you. Mm. And then all you do is like you're playing, you're like, oh, thank you so much. XX. And they can like whatever. see your face and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So that's the one thing. Yeah. I'm, I, I know that I look crazy when I'm playing. I'm, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know <laughs> how like that, crazy People I'm enjoy that. Yeah, they people enjoy like, like, people the like it when ra- they rage and they like throw the controllers and stuff. People <laughs> like that. They like people being people. Just right. playing yeah. games. So True. If that's something, that might be something you might want to look into. So, oh, like, yeah. if you lack discipline and playing your games keep playing them <laughs> <laughs> and just That's get on twitch there we just solved your own problem we just solved your own problem <laughs> now you can get paid there it is there it is hey, but no yeah. I understand though discipline is yeah. is very difficult very difficult we yeah. wish we knew the answer but we do not we really don't yeah. we're, still, the we're still going through it <laughs> right Damn. Damn. So, so what's one thing someone can help you with right now something that someone can help me with right now um I would say someone could help me with right now is how to how to I guess do graphic design. I'm like horrible. Mm. Any type of thing that requires editing with my hands, <laughs> I'm horrible at. Only thing I could probably edit is like a paper. Like I can't <laughs> I can't do any graphic design. I can't do any film like anything. So like if someone could like really do like some hands on like yo this is what you do on the simplest form. Like the my biggest achievement was creating the Beast and Chill logo. And I literally made that on Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, really? Like, really? Yeah. Dude, that's such a cool logo though. I like I it. <laughs> Cause I'm like, damn, I was looking at like, damn, that's that's dope. I don't know. <laughs> was it based off of something else? Cause like for some was it uh, Adult it, I, Swim? Was it Adult Swim? Literally, literally I watch like I keep my T V on like Cartoon Network and yeah, like yeah. ESPN, like last is going back and <laughs> yeah, forth yeah, to yeah. that, right? So, like, so I'm playing video games late. I don't like to sleep without my TV on, so I'll just cut on like Adult Swim. Okay. And I, I don't know why I do that because I wake up and like crazy stuff. I'm sure you do. But I always wanted my event to kind of provide that same coolness that I thought that Adult Swim commercials brought. Like, every Adult Swim commercial was like some of the best, like, yeah. music you hear, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just always thought the, the logo was dope. So I kind of, like, took their logo and just made it beast and chill. I love that, dude. Wow. Damn. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Because okay. that's well, literally the first thing I thought to. I'm wow. like, oh, that's dope. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why is that dope? And I was just analyzing it. I'm like, yeah. Damn, that looks like dope. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I took, I took, I like the, uh, I took the term from, um, like, Netflix and chill, like, how that was a thing. And I took beats and chill, and then with the adult swim. Smart, right? Man. You wow. are smart. Snapchat. Man. Shout out to Snapchat. Shout out to Snapchat. Although you're basically dead, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We we, we Still appreciate it. All right. <laughs> well, Derek, aka I, like the video people I'll can see it, but for the audio <laughs> yeah. listeners, I A M H T W N. Yes. On Instagram. Am, yeah, on Instagram. I am hometown. Make sure and to Twitter. follow. Yep. Yeah, Twitter. 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 Okay, cool. Okay. It'll be on like yeah, the bio yeah. stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the bio. Yeah. Thank you so much once again for yes. uh, being Thank a guest, you. like sharing your time here. We really appreciate it, man. Man, it was a pleasure, man. Dude, we're, pleasure. we're hyped up now. We're ready I for know. summer. We're going to do some events now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to make Tampa it. Oh, yeah. man.
100 yeah. retweets, bro. That's yeah. crazy. That's nice. wild. Congrats. Yeah. That's <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, watching, all that fun jazz. Make yeah. sure to subscribe, like, share. Review. Or view. Yes. Review. Oh, review. Yeah. Yeah, review. Or both, you know. Yeah. Review it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And I, if, you're, if you're still listening to the end of this podcast, <laughs> drop us um, like a music. music note. Yeah, music note yeah. in the DMs so we can know who the real peeps are out there. For, For sure. Real. All right, guys. Take it easy. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Before we end this podcast, I just want to give a huge shout out to EV47. He's the one that made the beat for the beginning and end of this podcast. So you should definitely check him out because he's dope. And yeah, peace. Yes.